Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Bass Thumbs Fishing Podcast, where we are constantly trying to keep our thumbs ripped up. Welcome to our second EP for 2022. We had a great show last week with uh, Mr. Matty Wong. And if you guys did not get a chance to listen to that episode, please go do so. Matty is an incredible person, incredible angler, and his story is uh, highly motivating. And he's definitely on that dream come true route to the Elite Series right now. And it's just really cool to be a part or to watch him. And a really cool representative of the West Coast going out and fishing the Elite Series this year. So if you guys missed that episode, make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, we got a great episode for you guys lined up today. Uh, we got Mr. Mike Lavoy from NorCal. And Mike, being from California, uh, he won the biggest kayak tournament like weekend, basically, with... I think three different events going on and he basically almost did like a clean sweep of taking first in all three of them. And he ended up winning around $17,000 out of a little plastic boat that weekend. And this happened in August at the end of August in 2021. And it was funny because when I was telling Mike, I was like, man, I can't believe we didn't have you on right after that. It was my apologies, but dude, that it's, it's going to be awesome to hear his story on how he, went up to Clear Lake and won $17,000. But just to kind of catch you guys up on a couple of things before we bring Mike in, um, like I said last week, got my kayak in the shop at Kayak Fish Supply. Is going to be uh, running the P127 by Bonafide this year. Carrie is doing a phenomenal job with that boat. Uh, we're going to have two graphs on it this year, Active Target, XI3, Dakota Lithiums, uh, it's going to be pretty, pretty awesome. I can't wait to get that thing out on the water. Can't wait to show it to you guys. Uh, one thing too, that I forgot to mention last week, but the wild west bass trail kayak series, along with the California bass nation series, they're kicking their series off, uh, this coming in February. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the info on that, you guys need to go check it out. They're going to be going up to Shasta to do their season opener. Uh, it's just, there's a lot of stuff happening in California. So I'm going to probably be pretty busy this year, uh, um, you know, interviewing all the winners of the, all these major series going on in California. But without further ado, uh, let's go ahead and bring Mike into the show. What's up, Mike? Welcome. What's to going the, on, Shane? How are you, buddy? Fishing podcast, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. One thing that I forgot to ask Maddie last week, and uh, maybe it's just a little rusty from the time when I took it off, but um, so how often do you keep your thumbs ripped up, bro? Like, like, is that something that your thumbs are always ripped up or uh, do they get smooth sometimes throughout this year, uh, this part of the year? Or what, what's up with that? Yeah, my, I think that my, uh, my thumbs are getting a little smooth lately. I, I got to <laughs> get out. I've been, I've been kind of doing a lot of work lately and uh, working on some, um, some bait stuff. And, and then there's always kids um they're um right now they're uh eight and eleven so they're in the sports phases so i do a little bit of coaching uh football so my son's into that and then my daughter's getting into soccer so um putting a lot of time in that too but i i definitely need to go get some r and r in the water soon. <laughs> well kind of typical winter time i mean we can fish luckily in california we can fish pretty much 12 months out of the year but yeah, I mean, it's it's always nice to, not always nice, I guess, but sometimes it's nice to take a little break, smooth the thumbs up a little bit so, you know, you're not bleeding all the time like we are in the summer. But uh, anyways, man, it's good to have you on the show. Maybe just talk a little bit about yourself. You already kind of talked about, you know, how your father and stuff, how old are you? And also one thing that I like to start everyone off with, especially the kayak anglers, is what, what kind of kayak do you fish out of and maybe how long have you been fishing in the kayak scene for? Um. I fish out of a PA 14 camo. Um, 
I've been kayak fishing for over 10 years now. Um, I was a salt guy um, for a lot of years, just dedicated salt guy. I loved it. We had at that time, we actually had a lot of saltwater tournaments and it, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I really enjoyed them. And then they kind of disappeared a little bit. And uh, I think they're going to come back. I think 22 and 23, I think we're going to have those back again. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, what else did you want to know? Uh, how old are you? Oh, I'm uh, going to be 49 in February. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do for a living? So I am a, I've been a marketing and art director for like 20 years. Um, I kind of stepped back a little bit, but I, I have all my clientele, my big clients. So I still do work with them. Um, it's kind of nice. It allows me to obviously enjoy the family thing, but also work at the same time. Um, and I'm slowly transitioning more into um, the fishing lifestyle. I, I really like that. My started a company like five years ago called Branson Baits, and that was all salt. Now we're getting into the freshwater stuff. So that's that's been growing like double digits every year. So um, um, I'm looking forward to the future of that. And Branson Baits, uh, we could talk about that for a second. Is it mostly swim baits or do you have a variety of different soft plastics? Because I see, I see the swim baits a lot. Yeah, it's, um, we've got, we started with swim baits and then we kind of moved into different baits. Um, we've got scampies and we've got a bait called a, a sleel and a slug. And it's, uh, it's a unique bait because you can get it down to the bottom really, really fast because there's no appendages on it. And it, we have a tourney style, which has like a screen mesh that's built into the bait. So if you can imagine when you put your hook up through it, it goes up through that mesh and that bait is just basically kind of locked on and uh, it's got a rattle and it's got a scent chamber in it. So you can rocket that thing to the bottom and the scent and the rattle and it just, it does the job, calls them in. Wow. And that's really kind of like our, that's really kind of the bait that kind of defines our, our, um, the company itself. And are you on Instagram or Facebook with that bait company or how can yeah. people find it? Yeah, not Instagram so much, but Facebook definitely. Um, yeah, and we've got some YouTube stuff out there. Nice, and that's just Branson Bates, right? Bransonbates.com, yeah. Thanks right, for the well, plug, man. Yeah, no problem. It's part of your show. Really, this is your show. Thanks. Uh, so now kind of let's kind of dive into the kind of the elephant in the room, I guess. I mean, I kind of introduced you a little bit um, on what happened last August, but to win like $17,000 out of a kayak just seems absurd. Yeah. And I know that, especially in California, for our kind of local, you know, higher end series that we have running out here, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty huge, epic payout. Uh, I know my buddy Alex kind of came close to that too, with like fifteen thousand when he won the Bass Nation event at Clear right. Lake. Clear Lake is just where we all go to catch a lot of fish and win a lot of money. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the fish are there. I mean, so. It's an incredible. So let's just, let's just, let's just dive right into that. I mean, that's why, that's why I, I want you to, I wanted you to be on the show. Let's just dive right into the, the West coast championship. Um, I know that James Snyder, that was, this was the first official West coast championship, right? Last year. Right. Yeah. And basically for those of you guys listening, if you don't know what the West coast championship is, it's basically like an accumulation of a bunch of different or a bunch of different clubs that kind of rallied together and said like, yeah, let's just try to create something out here on the West coast for our anglers to qualify for, and then fish a big event at Clear Lake in that latter part of August. And there's tons of clubs from Arizona to Colorado, Nevada, SoCal, Central Cal, NorCal, just all over this place Utah. over here on the West side, Utah. Yeah. And I know Those the ABA, guys are, they're no joke. Yeah. I mean, they're the legit. ABA, was in it last year too so that, that was cool that we were able to qualify for it and it's just a cool thing that that james schneider has done uh for the anglers out here starting last year so and mr mike lavoy he took home first place so let's let's just go ahead and maybe talk about like your practice maybe a little bit and then sure. just kind of dive right into it um went into practice kind of uh, i've been fishing the south end a little bit more um, over the last few years and, uh, the last few tournaments, I didn't do well on Clear Lake and, um, it just, I, it just didn't work out. I, I, it just wasn't producing. Like it'd be strange. I'd go out there on a, you know, just go fun fish and I'd catch a bunch of giants and be like, Oh wow, this is it. And then show up and 
they just they weren't there i don't i don't know why and, and with the uh with the heat and uh the algae i went out there and it was just gross i mean it was there was like clumps of algae that were stink they're floating by me like islands of it and i was like you know what i can't fish this so i decided to go back to my roots and go back to the places that i fished before years before when uh, yakabass would go there and i've, and I've done well i mean you know, i placed I was in second on the first day of one event and um i was always like the second day i just couldn't i couldn't do it i don't know why actually i, I just growing as an angler you kind of learn how to how to become better on the second day and so i went back to those places and i i fished around and i went to one spot and uh and there were fish i was throwing a swim bait and a glide and i could see them uh and a couple took my bait and i was like okay this is great. So I, I took all the hooks off my baits and I started throwing no hook baits and just seeing what would hit it and what would, and you can kind of tell, you know, when they, when they hit in a swim bait, it's like you, you, you feel them pull on it. You're like, okay, that's a good fish. Um, and so I did that and, and they were there. So I, I was like, you know, but how many times we've we been out and they were there one day and they weren't the next. So I, I didn't have, you know, almost, I, almost I every time. Right. I didn't put all the eggs in one basket. I went to a couple other spots, found a few fish there. So I felt, I felt good. I felt good going into it. Um, I slept well that night. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. So are you, is your MO when you're practicing, like, do you always take the hooks off? Cause I know that's kind of like a, I don't know, kind of like, I guess every angler has a different kind of uh, angle at that, but like for me, I don't know what it is, but maybe it's just my own thing. But like, I don't try to catch too many fish, especially on one spot, but I definitely catch fish in practice. But I mean, that's just, it's just kind of like what I do personally, but yeah. is that something that you do every time or was that just because you were seeing bigger fish or, or you just try yeah. to like, what was That's what exactly was it. It's it, the, the fish, the couple fish I caught when I had hooks on were, were big. They were over 20 inches. And I'm thinking, you know, I could really use these and, um, like they're not going to bite, you know, I, I caught them. They're going to not going to bite on, on the day. So I'm like, I'm going to take the hooks off and, you know, I'm just going to, yeah. you know, and I've done it, I've done it prior, but only recently in the last couple of years, I've been doing it more. Um, and so I just took them off and, uh, and if they took the frog, then I just let them eat it. I let them have it and then kind of like try to twitch it out and then they would let it go. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't trying to damage these fish at all. I was trying to keep them, keep them right where they were hungry and ready to go. Well, apparently that worked, but when yeah. you were throwing a glide bait and just something yeah. I'm going to ask you, cause I had curiosity with a, with a lake that has a bunch of algae. And I remember it's, you know, the lake level was dropping a lot. I mean, there was kind of concerns on whether or not they were going to have the tournament because of how low the place was. Right. And so with it being dirty and everything, like what, what made you pick up a glide bait? Just kind of interesting. Um, I, I wanted a big bait, um, that, that I could one, they would follow it in or possibly hit it. And, um, and something with, and then with no hooks on it, that thing just slides through everything. You know what I mean? It, it just kind of, yeah, it seemed like, like a good search bait. Like you could see what's great, going, you could see what's following it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And it stays at the top. So I could see them come up, even in that dirty water. You know, it's only like three or four inches down. So I could see them come up, and I could see the swirl. I could see the shadow of them. So it was the perfect search bait for me. Okay. Uh, and then throwing the swim bait, and then and then the frog too. So it was all, it was all kind of you know trying to stay within the first five inches of the water or, or on the surface, so I could at least see what I, what was out there. Wow, that's pretty interesting. I've never kind of thought about that before. So, uh, with, so with your practice being like that good and you slept great. So now it's, it's day one of the tournament. Yeah. So walk us through it, man. Step by step. Let's hear it. Um, so first place I stopped at was kind of a, a local hole and, uh, it's got like a really steep ridge real close to the bank. And, and a lot of people don't really know that ridge is there. Um, and it drops off significantly. And what happens is if you have any any wind coming out of the west they kind of line up because the current kind of flows around it and then kind of comes into a little pocket 
So I basically just came into shore and lined myself up along that ridge and just started casting baits along it. And first cast hit the water. I took one crank, boom, first fish was on. I had my limit <laughs> in by like 7.30, I think. Wow. And the biggest fish was like 18 or 19 inches, I think. Um, and they're all, they're okay. They're decent, you know, 16, 17s, 18. So I felt good. You know, I was like, oh, you know, at least I got the limit, which was a lot better than the last tournaments that I was, I went there. So I, I, I struggled on those. And, and so I was feeling okay. I was like, okay, let's, let's move on. Let's go get those, those biggies. Um, moved to my next spot, started with the glide. Um, nothing right off. And then I switched to a frog and basically I was landing it on the shore and then reeling it in, stopping and then reeling it, pop, it, pop, pop, pop. And they would just smoke it. And they were in like six inches of water <laughs> and hollow, hollow body frog or like, ho a... yeah, hollow body frog. And, yeah. and it was on, it was like, I just moved down the bank, just casting in this one air. And again, it was wind. It was wind blown type situation and they were pushing themselves right up shallow and, and picking up whatever was coming off of that current. And, yeah. uh, so I just moved down the bank and I was catching fish and then kind of went back through with a chatterbait. I caught some more with chatterbait. Um, yeah. and then I, I flossed it up with a jig. And, sound, uh, sound, and, sounds like clear, like just any way that you want to, right. any way that you kind of want to get them. <laughs> and, and I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, Normally in uh, the other tournaments, I'd, I'd play around with other baits, and this one I didn't. I just kind of stuck. I mean, the the glide I was still kind of new, but I, I had a lot of practice in it before. But the chatterbait is kind of like my mo, and uh, and I throw that everywhere, and uh, I felt really comfortable using it, and I just kind of stuck to my roots, and it it, it paid off. On so are you uh are you do you have a motor on your kayak? Like do you have a torpedo or a motor guide? Yeah, or? I've got a motor guide. You got a motor guy. Do you stand up and fish most of the day or do you sit? I do. You do. Yeah. I'm, I'm standing up fishing most of the day. And, and again, when I was in pre-fish, standing up allows you to kind of see that, look down on the bait a little bit. So I help out. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com waypoint. That's mintmobile.com waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, which is the one I like, and Keto. Get started today and get after your goals. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are are ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 and use the code waypointpod50 to get 50% off. That's waypointpod50 at factormeals.com slash waypointpod50 to get 50% off. Yeah, and, and just like with the leverage on the frog and the chatterbait, standing up is definitely the way to go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I, I was setting the hook pretty hard, so I was, you know, and I was I was cranking them hard. I was I was fishing 65-pound braid. And just, on, on your frog or your chatterbait? Both. Oh, really? Yeah. So straight oh, 65 on your chatterbait? Straight 65, yeah. And just as soon as they hit, I wail into them <laughs> and just reel as hard as I could and, and uh get them to the net or just plop them right into the boat so 
Um, let's talk about the chatterbait just a little bit because it's something that I really like to fish too. Are you a jackhammer guy or a thunder cricket guy or what are you? No, that jackhammer that's too expensive, man. I can't. Afford <laughs> no, um, honestly, I um, there's a guy named Bobby D, and uh, you've heard of him. Uh, He's been making. This guy's been making baits for pros forever and ever. And uh, okay. he makes he makes the heads and then I you just kind of like attach your blade to it uh-huh. yourself. Uh-huh. And uh, he he just puts together some of the best color combinations. And uh, the the way he sets up, the way the head's set up and everything, I can reel that thing in so slow and it just keeps chugging. I mean, I just slowly and the thing is just like choke 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 and and just drag in the bottom boom boom on the bottom and in that and they just they can't handle it they'd eat it so as far as your trailer goes are you like a like a shad pattern guy are you like a creature bait like guy or what kind of i'm a um branson baits guy no it's uh oh there you go rage crawl rage crawl nice yeah that rage crawl is great it's uh it's uh it's pretty tough it survives um and i've, I've even I've seen used... guys do it i've even seen guys put it on there vertically oh really yeah so uh, instead of instead of making it like wait go like that it goes yeah. like do that they, do they trim one <laughs> because i've seen guys trim trim one off so it just has one oh wow flap around i've never, seen, I've never that. seen the two That's, that yeah. sounds good too yeah but yeah some of my buddies like even like a rage menace like they'll yeah. throw it up there vertical instead of instead of like horizontal, I guess. And okay. it just gives like that this kind of kick compared to like that. Right, right. So yeah, I I uh I keep it pretty simple with my trailer. I just throw a Zayco every single time. I don't know. I mean it's just that's just something that's always worked for me is the Zayco. Nice. I yeah. for me, I, I like a compact chatterbait. Like if, if yeah. you look at if you look at the chatterbait I got here, it's it's pretty com- look how short it is yeah yeah see how compact it is yeah um i, I feel like one when they eat it they they, they know what they're eating they're just you know and it's it's kind of a, it's a smaller profile so i feel like more fish tend to tend to eat it but then again you know whatever i, I could just be imagining it <laughs> hey man no it's it's, it's all confidence and obviously it, it that, is right obviously Absolutely. that worked pretty well for you out there so on day one you were sitting in, I think, third place. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. It's been a while. Maybe I'll go back and look. Let's just see. So on day one, you were sitting in. Uh, let's see. It's pulling up. I think it was. Yeah, the... you were. You were in third place with ninety-seven and a half. And right. Then, uh, Gene Quillen from Arizona was sitting with ninety-eight and a quarter, and then Trenton Hoover had right. ninety-eight and a half. Yeah. Such great numbers, right? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just kind of like blew, blew by this. Anyone that fishes Clear Lake, first off, if you've never fished it before, it has a surplus of let's just say seventeen to like eighteen inches, like yeah. a surplus amount. Like breaking that twenty inch fish at Clear Lake is is a really big deal, and like it, it they're they're fat. They're, for some reason, those northern strands are just they're fat and they're they're a little bit on the shorter side yeah but my buddy mike over here caught a 23 and a half inch fish on day one at clear lake so let's talk about that fish let's talk about that fish in particular because a 23 and a half inch fish is a is a giant yeah clear lake it was it was so much fun (laughs) um i i i think i got her on the jig um wow and it was you know my third pass through and she was kind of again super super shallow and i i I toss that and i'm using that just a really a small jig it's tiny and i I threw that up there and seems to be your mo you just you like those smaller baits a little bit yeah i do um black and blue i threw it up there and uh one twitch i think and she bit and then i i remember setting the hook and it was like into a log it was just (laughs) But the thing is, she only, I was, she was probably only like 15 feet away. So I set the hook and she came up and I was just like, oh, oh, here we go. And I just <laughs> cranked and cranked and brought her. And luckily my, my, uh, 
my net was like really close and I just scooped it underneath her. She jumped up and boom, landed. And just like always, bait falls out in the net, right? Oh my gosh, yeah. Plopped her down, squeezed her between my legs and just <laughs> took a couple big breaths and, you know, did the high did five you, and the, you know. Did you did a, Did you get a weight on her? No, I didn't. She uh-huh. was probably, um, I'd say close to nine. Yeah. Right around probably nine. Yeah, if it's pounds. clear, like it's it's close to nine for sure. Yeah. Dang, dude, that's but so she was sick. So fat, just. Fat. Yeah. So yeah. jig wise, are you on the Tasmua jig train, or what kind of jigs? I do you love Taz's jigs. No, I'm All not right. on a Tasmua jig train. Um, <laughs> I actually, believe it or not, I I throw those uh, those Bass Pro Shop little tungsten jigs. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like tungsten jigs. Like, they have a tungsten. Not the jig, not yeah. the Kitech jigs. Yeah, that it's uh, like it's a it's a it's a Bass Pro Shops series jig, and it's uh huh. it's tungsten, and it's um I think it's and like it three catches bucks. twenty three and a half inch fish. It's like three bucks, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I just know like I mean for myself, especially after Alex, I, I feel like when Alex posted that he won that uh Bass Nation event on Taz's jigs, it kind of opened a lot of people's eyes, and then I don't know, I just started pushing it and like. I love Taz. I think he's a great dude and yeah. he works his butt off making those things. And, and I've caught a lot of fish on his jigs too, but I mean, all of us, obviously like, dude, there's tons of jigs out there. It's a flooded market, but whatever you have yeah. confidence in, that's what you should be throwing for sure. So I, I definitely do. Um, like to, I have a bunch of Taz's jigs. I actually got some for all my guys when we did the, um, the Yakabass uh, team tournament. I purchased a bunch for all my guys yeah. on my team. Um, but yeah, he, he makes, he makes some great jigs, but like you said, everybody makes jigs. The difference yeah. with Taz's jigs though, that guy has an eye for pattern. Oh like, yeah. His patterns are ridiculous. They are yeah. so good. And that's, I just, one of the I just why love I like, I mean, I know you could do this kind of probably with anyone that kind of makes jigs, but like, he's such a cool dude and like super relatable. Like he's a part of our, you know, he's a part of our kayak crew. Like he's a part yeah. of the, the California kayak scene. So like, it's just cool to text and be like, yo, what do you think about this pattern? Like, you know, and then he just like puts it together and then it's just like, it's pretty simple and he yeah. just mails it to you and he's, he's, he's got a good turnaround and mm-hmm. just a good, good dude for sure. He was, uh, he was in the house at Clear Lake. He was in our house. Oh, okay. We had some, we had some killer anglers at the house. We had, uh, <laughs> we had Taz, we had Damien, we had, uh, John Meyer, yeah. uh, we had Gino, we had like a bunch of sticks at the house. Our conversations were were, were pretty cool about fishing. Like that's there was awesome. a lot of knowledge around that round table. That is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just like such a fun like experience when you get, you know, that many guys in the house and that much knowledge in the house and you guys are just all bouncing each other, bouncing off each other and stuff. It's it's pretty sweet. I mean, yeah. When I went to Texas and I was able to stay with Fluke Master and like Blanchard and Jason Brofka, it was like, you know, kind of the same thing just like i just sat there and just kind of listened to those guys right there's <laughs> especially, so much. There's so especially much jason barofka dude like i just like just keep talking bro <laughs> that dude everything that dude gets into he he tends to win or top three or whatever yeah, yeah. and he's fishing the opens this year and Is he's he? fishing all nine of them and he's getting his brand new vexus and everything's kind of starting to happen for him and it's going to be it's going to be pretty sick so Beautiful. i'm stoked to see how, what he does this year but anyways okay so we kind of went on a tangent there but that's the cool thing about yeah especially when i'm running the podcast it's just we're gonna go on tangents and right. that's what happens <laughs> but uh so kind of hauling it back in so you caught 23 and a half i mean day after day one you just got to be feeling just like even though you're in third place it doesn't even matter like it's so close you i think you're within like an inch and a half of first so going into day two what was your mindset like that night and what were the guys? What were the guys in the house telling you? Because it's, I didn't see those guys at the top of the leaderboard. <laughs> no, but they were they were they were hovering. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and it's clearly me like, like you look. can you can land on. Excuse me, you can land on some big ones, and you know yeah. what I mean, and catch up. You know, Taz had ninety three. Yeah, uh, so they John weren't Myers out of had it. ninety. Were, yeah, yeah. This is okay. Hold on, really quick, really quick. This is the thing about Clear Lake. Okay, so you. <laughs> I just saw John Myers had 90 inches. He's in 20th place. Like that, that right there is clear. Like for you, like for you guys out there, like 90 inches. And, and, and I feel like a couple of years ago, like if you had like 94 inches at clear Lake, like you were like, you were leading. 
and now it's like yeah. you're probably in the top 20 it's weird how like seems like the fishing's changed a little bit because like i remember a couple of years ago like if you had like 95 especially like you were like you were leading you know right and now we're seeing more and more like 95 plus and like 100 plus 100 inch bags at clear lake it's crazy 100 inch bag that's just yeah <laughs> there was a few guys that had a couple hundred inch bags yeah okay so sorry about that so going into day two your mindset um like you know we all discussed at the house i felt good you know what i mean go going in i, I felt confident because the other places that i had um that i found fish at i i didn't i didn't floss them i kind of went through it real quick and maybe picked up one fish here and there but i knew there was still fish there uh, um i uh, i knew i had one more day's worth of fish but I didn't know if I had a third day's worth of fish. That was my real concern in my head the whole time was, do I have enough the third, the third day? So the West Coast Championship was three days. Well, no, it was two days, but was you remember days. there was, we had the Chris Lard. So it was kind of like I was fishing the Chris Lard and when we had the West Coast, so they, they overlapped by one day. So it was really three okay. days of tournaments. Yeah. So the day one of West Coast, I think it was Friday, right? Yes. And then day two of West Coast and final day was Saturday. Yeah. And then Chris Lard, Saturday and Sunday. Chris, Yard, Chris Lard is the Yakabass uh, yeah. tournament that, that is put on every single year. Right. right. Yeah. And then there's two, and then there was three KVF trails as well. Right. Which we talked about before the show that you didn't yeah. get into all three. Unfortunately, you got into the first day. Yeah. Yeah. I and got you into took, the first day. Yeah. And you took what place in KVF? second or i think i have one of those checks around there somewhere <laughs> second or third yeah. i, I yeah. think i think second okay all right yeah all right so going into day two i'm gonna stop talking it's okay so <laughs> um day two um i i i didn't go to that little that little spot that i fished on day one at ledge because i knew what would what would happen if i stayed there and plus i've seen a couple guys that were kind of hanging around where i was at and they kind of saw me fishing there and one guy actually kind of came in and caught a 20 and he was like wow holy cow i caught a 20 and then he just kind of kept going um he didn't he didn't finish <laughs> up the area so i was like okay cool keep going <laughs> like, um, you released that right <laughs> right so i i was like okay so i moved right to the spot that I, the second place i started on day one if that makes sense Mm -hmm. I caught a couple fish there. Uh, I could tell it was depleted and I went right into my second spot and, and it was on, but the thing is it, it changed a little bit. Uh, it was a little cooler uh, that day, if I remember right. Um, and I, I had a couple, um, I had a couple top water fish, but it really wasn't like the first day there was no glide bite. Um, and I went straight into my chatterbait. And just started like flossing. Like when I fish my chatterbait, I fish it like a jig. So I'm literally pitching my chatterbait in. And then I will slowly reel it until I hit something. And then I'll bust it through and then I'll let it drop. And then I'll start it back up until I hit something and bust it through and then let it stop. And well, I'm telling all my secrets. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, and then I was doing that and I, it, they were on. It was on. I was catching them. Um, and then I got the, the, the back to back, it was like a 21, seven, five, and then a 22, five, like back to back. Wow. And that finished off my limit. And when that happened, I was just, I, I don't know. I can't describe it. I was like, just beside myself. Like what, you know, what's, what is going on here? This is like, did you, did you, are you the guy that submits their fish right away and like sees where you're at? I didn't, I didn't, okay. I, I don't know. And, and I'll do it so I can, you know, sandbag like Damien, yeah. but, um, I, uh, <laughs> you said you don't do it like Damien. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought so, you said, I thought you said I sandbag like Damien. No. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, that's time out of your fishing. You know, that's takes like five, six minutes. So I, I'll just take my picture and I'll just keep fishing. Um, yeah. you know, you add that up, you had five, six, six, seven, ten fish. No, totally. Especially, especially when you're on them. Time. Yeah. Especially I do the same thing. Like if I'm on them, like I, I just take the picture and keep fishing, but like 
if I'm moving spots and I have some, I'll just sit there and if I'm yeah. making a little move, I'll, I'll submit, but I'm usually retying when I'm going to a different spot. I'm usually retying everything yeah. And, yeah. and I get there and I'm ready to go. But yeah. Um, so I felt good. Those fish are, I had those and, uh, I kept fishing. Um, and then I had a nut, one more area I moved to and luckily the wind was kicking up. So it was kind of like an area that was affected by, uh, a little bit of an eddy type of deal, I guess you could describe it. And, uh, I caught one more fish there. Um, but I could see more fish, but I knew I had a good bag and time was running out and I'm like, okay, I'm going, I'm out of here. And I didn't know how much I had though. I didn't, I didn't know what my score was until you're like, I got three or four twenties, but I'm not sure. Right. But it, it was a lot. I caught a lot of fish and I caught yeah. a lot. Like I was calling like 19 and a half, like, like that's sick. 19s. Right. So I don't remember exactly, but I was calling fish. You normally don't call. And I was just like, okay, I'm, do I feel like I'm wasting these fish? And I'm like, so on my way back, I'm kind of looking at my numbers and I'm like, I'm like, did, 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 wait a second. Did that, that didn't, I didn't add that up. Right. This, <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking at your total right here, but I'll let you I'm keep like, going. <laughs> I'm like this. No, let's do that again. So I did it again. I'm like, what? No, really? I'm like, holy hell. Okay. I'll take that. So I came in and I was just like, I don't know. I had a bunch of energy inside me. I just wanted to like, just tell everyone, just tell everyone right now, how many inches you caught on day two? How many inches did you catch on day two? I think it's 103.3 103. 103. on the dot. Yeah. yeah. 103. 103 at Clear Lake. Yeah. So just awesome. so you guys know, he had a 22 and three quarter, a 22 and a half, a 21, a 19.25, and a 17 and a half. Oh, so yeah. So I guess I didn't call that that small. I guess it must have been 16. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. You're good. <laughs> uh, isn't that sick though? You could have called that 17 and a quarter like like yeah. easily if you know what I mean. Like I that's... missed. I missed a couple of them. On, so the, on the jig that would have been definitely would have been in there bro, the fact that like, you had 103 and you had a yeah. 17 and a quarter is yeah. insane yeah <laughs> that's so sick it was it was it was definitely an experience i i <laughs> i remember it a long time for a long time it was it was great there was 300 inch bags that day diego yeah. had 100 cody henley had 107 100.75 right right Okay, so you you submit your fish. I'm pretty sure James turns off the leaderboard, right? Like you you didn't know you didn't really know, but you kind of knew where you were. I kind of knew where I was. Yeah. I, I did, but yeah. I I wasn't sure. You know what I mean? I knew that 103 on any like even even Clear Lake. That's oh, just yeah. that's yeah. you know that's, that's especially when you good. had 98 or whatever you had 96 right, but, the but, day before. Yeah, but you always have to think if, if I had this kind of day, you know, these guys probably had good days too. Cause yeah. the, it was it was on once once it warmed up, it was it was on. Yeah. Okay, so you get off the water, you submit all your fish, you submit 103 inches, you you see your total, you have two hundred and a half inches. Yeah. And you're heading to the award ceremony. So let's just talk about the award ceremony a little bit going there and being there and just lay it out. So again, it was like that energy inside of me that I just wanted to start doing cartwheels, you know what I mean? Freaking out. But I kept it inside. And cause my, 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 uh, my housemates were like, you know, how'd you do? How'd you do? Cause you know, I was in third and I'm like, ah, uh, you know, I caught fish. You know, <laughs> I, I don't, I got a limit. Let's just put it that way. I got a limit. And, and they're like, well, what do you, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll just have to see how it goes. And then, you know, they started calling the names and calling the names and then they got to first and second. And then they called some, they call, I think it was Cody's name. And right then and there, I was like, like, just like the butterflies, you know what I mean? Like, like, Oh oh man, there's no way this is crazy. Right. Yeah. And then they called my name and, my housemates were all sitting at the table and they looked at me like, like, dude, <laughs> I'm just like, like I oh, got yeah, up, I way, guys, I got up like high five and everybody <laughs> and ran up there all excited, like a little kid. 
Nice. Um, and then and then uh, James gives me the mic and like say something. I'm like, uh, uh, hi. Like, <laughs> I had no fucking idea what to say. Yeah. Excuse yeah. Me language. No, it's all good. <laughs> so, okay, so he just he announced the West Coast Championship, yeah. and that was that was it for the for that day, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So but you that won was 103 was my day one of the Chris Lark. So that yeah. was pretty okay. good going into Chris Lark. Yeah, yeah. And unfortunately, you didn't get the KBF because if you would have gotten both KBFs, then you would have probably cashed like over like around twenty thousand or more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then day three, if I had KBF, I still would have cashed a pretty decent check, I think. Yeah. Wow, dude. So you won the West Coast Championship. How did, how did it feel? Like I know you didn't have words in the moment, but now looking back on it, you won the first West Coast Championship. I mean, that's. Yeah. Um. <laughs> The name of itself is like is like it's the West Coast. It's not just California. Like it's, I mean, the guy that took second was from Utah, which is, right. I never even realized really realized that. But that's yeah. pretty awesome that a guy from Utah came out to Clear Lake and right. was able to take second. I mean, yeah. I'm sure he just had an absolute blast. He's coming back. He's coming back next year to come get. I'm it. sure. I'm sure he, he is. is. He he is. Once you real. come to Clear Lake one time, you're mm-hmm. done. You're and it ruins every other fishery for you. Yeah, he's he is so down. That guy, he's a he's a fisherman. He's coming for it. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's this year is gonna be fun. If if everything that lines up, it's gonna we're gonna have some serious weights coming to the or lengths coming to the board. It's gonna be great. Yeah. Okay. So how does it feel to be the West Coast Championship champion? Feels awesome. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's it's surreal. It's kind of like, I mean. I don't know. I, 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 like I said, he, he gave me the mic and I had no idea what to say. Just like now I'm like, just, there's no words to describe it. It was like, it's obviously it's, you know, it's, you work hard, you put in your time on the water, you figure out baits. And then some days just everything just lines up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like when your number is pulled, it's pulled. And, and, and if you have, you have what it takes to kind of to to you know put your name on the dotted line you're going to get it and i felt like i felt like i felt like i deserved it i felt like i i put my time in and i've i've done well here and there and then having a year like i did it was just i had a miserable year it was just it was so tough and then for this to happen like this it, it was, you know, it was like prayers answered kind of deal. So I was, I was humble and, 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 and just thankful. It was just, yeah, that's the only way I could describe it. It's, it's hard. That, that's awesome, dude. Well, congratulations. Thanks, sir. Uh, sorry. Like, I, I know that we're in January now, but like we, I, like I said, I don't know why we took so long to get this thing recorded, but dude, it's just so sick to see someone like, you know, like yourself come out and just like, like you said, just like putting in the hard work and grinding. You, you've been in tourney X for since 2017 and you just put in your dues and like, I mean, just congratulations, bro. That's really sick that, that you, uh, that you took home that big event up there at Clear Lake. Thank you. And I feel like Clear Lake is really like that spot where all of us, you know, kayak guys from, and girls from, california and all the west coast states like it's just a spot where we could all come no matter if you're a local or not you could show up at clear lake and anyone on any given day can catch a sack like it's just like one of those spots where like you know you're able to just get out there and just really you know catch fish i mean there's just it's called the bass factory for a reason and it's just such a great place to go and experience and it's just such a fun place to fish, man. I mean, it, right. it really is. And and like you said earlier, you can fish your strengths. Yeah. Like there is there. Your pattern is there. It's yeah. there. If you can find it, you're, you're going to win. Yeah. Um, you just have to find it, but it's there. And just like the guy over there, his pattern's out there too. It's there. Yeah. It's all there. You just have yep. to put it together. I mean, like when I fished it in 2019, for the for the bass nation kayak series that when they came out here i was throwing six pound test nico rig <laughs> on a seven inch mm3 out in like 25 feet of water and i took fifth place but it yeah. just goes to show like you have that and then you have guys punching and then you have guys throwing a frog and like literally there's tons of different patterns and ways right. to catch these fish crankbait awesome. bite too oh yeah it's yeah. just sick 
Yeah. It's I the love best. It's in the, there. It is no doubt for all you guys listening that are across the country. It is no doubt the best place to fish in the whole country. I, I think it is Hands because down. there's so you're right. There's so much you got. I mean, if we, do we have lily pads? I don't think there is, but if no. we had lily pads, that would be it. You, yeah. That, that's it. That's, but no. our grass is real grass. It's fun, good yeah. grass. Like they set up in the grass, like they should at Clear Lake. Yeah. And it's just, the, it's just awesome. And I mean, Bassmasters had it, I think in 20, I think in 2019, maybe even 2020, but it's always like top three, I think. But in 2019, it was number one in the country for, for Bassmasters. Right. So right. I don't know what it placed this year. It's in the top 10. It's always in the top 10, but. Yeah, yeah always mean, up there yeah for sure and, so and it's like you don't even have to really i mean you can just go to the state park and just launch the state park and go go 50 yards and just start fishing and, and just possible eight nine ten pounder and that's the crazy part about it too it's 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 so it's a lot bigger than people think oh, yeah. like <laughs> like you can't you can't just like make a run from state park to rattlesnake like <laughs> you gotta you gotta get in your car and like go right. drive like an hour around the lake to get there right it's crazy how big it is, but, um, anyways, man, congratulations on, on that. And I'm really glad that we got to have you on to highlight it. And now I think maybe transition or no, the one thing I wanted to ask you, so really quick, you ended up, uh, taking, I think second place in the Chris Lard, right? Yes. Is that what it I was? believe second. I believe second. That was it. Um, that was an interesting day three. You want, you want to hear yeah, what go happened? Ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. It's never happened to me before. This is so strange. So, <laughs> I'm fishing my spot, and, and the, the night before, I was worried, obviously. It was like, this, these places are not going to have a day three for me. I'm not going to be able to do it. And I show up, and I start fishing, and I caught a fish here, caught a fish there. But I could tell it was a, the bite was off, plus it was definitely beat up. And I'm fishing, and I'm fishing, and then all of a sudden, I heard this, this sound like, I'll never forget, it sounded like a rain. Like, and it was still kind of dark, right? I hear this sound, this sound of rain, and I, and I look down the bank, and and I see like it looks like it's raining in one spot, and it's coming towards me. And as I get closer and closer, it could be my old man eyes too, but I look and I see all these shad jumping out of the water, and they weren't small; they were like they're like four inches, three and a half inches. They're all jumping out of the water, and then behind them, just explosions. It was. There was a giant ball of shad coming up the shore towards me with all these bass behind it, just smashing them. I was like, oh man. Okay. So they, next thing I know, they're kind of all around me and I kind of backed up a little bit and I took my frog and I threw it up towards the front of it and I started reeling and I got hit instantly, but I could tell it wasn't a big fish. And I kind of let them have it, and I kind of twitched it, and I twitched it out, and I reeled in real quick, and I threw it in behind it where the bigger explosions were. Boom, like 19, like right away. I was like, oh, man. I quickly got them in the boat, measured them real fast, chased the ball up the, up the bank, again, cast in the back, hooked another one. Again, same thing, chased it up, hooked another one, and then I lost the, the bait ball. I was like, wow, that was amazing. That was that was awesome. Right? I've never experienced anything wow. like that. So I come back and I go back to my spot and my spot is dead. Like <laughs> dead. Like there's nothing. Like there's They all followed the bait. Even the birds left. <laughs> yeah. Everything. There's like silence. I'm like they that bait ball literally stole all the fish from the area. Just wow. took them and went up <laughs> went up the bank and I'm like, "Oh man, so I went back up thinking that I was going to chase, go find it again because there were no fish in my area. I was like, started going up and I looked and I could see some of these shad that were hit and they were kind of like on the surface and they're kind of twitching out. So I threw my frog right next to one on the bank and started reeling my fropping in and giant, boom, took my frog and I could tell right away that this fish was just like the mouth was just, it was ridiculous. It was the biggest fish of the weekend by far. <laughs> and I was like, I, I, you know, in my head is I need this, I need this fish. And I let him take it a little tiny bit. And I just set the hook and it just popped right out. Frog flew out of the water. I was like, that's it. That was it. <laughs> that's my clean sweep right there. It's gone. 
It's, I know it is. It's gone just because, like you said, it clear like you just can't miss those fish because someone else is going to get it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I think I placed, and I placed second or third after that. And I caught a couple yeah. other fish, but I had to go. I had to leave my spots. They were done. I think so, I, uh, I went to another little tiny spot that I fished prior before that, but I really was junk fishing after that. That was it. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy that weekend. I'm so bummed that I wasn't able to make it. I just, I just wasn't able to swing it, but I'm not. what? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was, I was just, I'm looking at the weekend and, and it was just like, there was so many different things going on and you just had like a dream weekend for sure. Like it couldn't, it couldn't have really, I mean, the only better thing would have been to take first in everything, but I mean, dude, like you took second in that Yakabass yeah. event and I, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just crazy, dude. Like, and there, just so you guys know, there was 101 people in the, or 100 and, uh, let me go back. I think there was 101 or 108 in the West Coast Championship, right? Something like a, that. There was, a, there was quite a, quite a few. And then there was 79 in the Yakabass. And I think Those there was uh, like another 80 or so in that, in that lake port. But, and everyone like had said, to qualify for that West Coast too. Like right, all those right. different clubs. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just an, an epic weekend for you. And like, <laughs> okay. So one thing I wanted to ask you now that it's kind of wrapping up. Uh, so you won $17,000. So what did you, uh, use? What'd you get? Did you invest um, it back into fishing? A, or did you, have to put, did you? Okay. I had to spend a little money on myself. So I bought active Heck target. Yeah. I got a, uh, this is going to sound ridiculous, but I no, got a, uh, spell it out, 12. Bro okay yeah for my kayak and um so uh, those yeah. two things that that was pretty much it and then uh uh a couple couple reels from Daiwa. Um, there you go and and that was about it and, there, Bro, and you, the won 17, to, you won like seventeen thousand dollars like go ahead and i mean that's that's sick to that's sick to put it back into i mean now like when you look at your active target and your graph it's like you know something that you're gonna have for a while and it's like yeah a memorabilia too of like your your epic weekend for sure so that's cool and some of that money is gonna go so i'm gonna go i'm leaving here to go fish the Kissimmee event uh, no KBF. way yeah so i'm wow. for that here in like uh like are you driving no i'm flying so uh, a buddy of mine lives here he's not gonna let me use his kayak and i'm gonna you know fly in with rods and reels and i'll send my lithium and everything i'll mail all that um uh, my parents live in uh uh lake um this is perfect because the uh, next thing I was going to ask you is what your plans Haven. are for this year. So, yeah, so I, yeah. I'm planning to fish a lot of the KBF stuff. I'm going to fish your ABA stuff too. I want to really check that out. I think Sweet. that's going to be awesome. I love the, I love the off limit times for your 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 event. I, I think most yeah. places should should do that to keep the the local the local yokels off yeah, of the yeah. lake, so it makes it a little more fair. Um, but I'm going to fish some Yakabass stuff. Um, I'm also going to go fish the, uh, uh, I'm going to fish a BASS, um, at, uh, when I go to Kentucky Lake south of that, I think it's Eufaula. I think that's where the, one of the BASS, it's yeah. like two weeks. So yeah. I'm going to spend some time down there for, wow. for two weeks. So I'm going to use that's a little awesome, bit of that dude. money so you're, to, you're going to for it. do that stuff. You're going for it a little bit. I, I like am. That. I am. Like I'm going to go for it a little bit. I mean, because, you know, it's like, you know, I'm not getting any younger, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, might as well do what No, but you I feel like now. I feel like James would agree with this too. Like that is the whole thing about like having these West Coast championships and having someone win that much money because if you most likely the person that maybe wins those these events would want to go out and travel and fish like you're going to go do so that's so right. sick that you're now going to invest that money and go represent us on the you know i i kind of don't like using the term national because it's not technically you know we won't yeah. get into that but it's not technically national because they don't come over here but but to go out in the in and fish against those guys out there and fish uh you know the bass circuit and the in the kbf circuit and that's really cool dude so yeah. I mean, that's, that's like my whole MO as like what I try to do in my little light to, to promote us out here on the West coast is like shine that light on as many people as we can out here and then see 
anyone that's willing to go out and fish these bigger circuits. Because one thing that I'm kind of passionate about too, is like, you know, we can complain and, and say like, man, like these trails will come out here like all we want, but like, we got to go out and fish against them if they're not going to come here. Like, right. it's just we what we got to do. It. Yeah. You got to go get it. So like, dude, I'm stoked that you're going after it, bro. That's, that's Thanks. really cool. And yeah. and best of luck. And we will definitely circle back. Yeah. And I would talk love about to see more. Did. I'd love to see more anglers out here. Like you said, just go out and cause we've got some serious sticks out here that yeah, I no think doubt. could do well. And, and just the experience of going to like, for instance, a KBS um, national championship, just, just going there and kind of seeing like how intense these dudes really are. Oh like, yeah. Like I saw it at like Gunnersville. Said, I went, I went to Gunnersville. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It's it like, so fun. it's like, we're pretty spoiled here, right? We can fish yeah. for salmon. We can fish for sturgeon. We can fish for whatever. A lot of these places, they fish for bass and that's yeah. it. And they're yeah. all in. And oh, yeah. when you, when they show up with a converted horse trailer with stickers all over it, and just like extra kayak in there with a, with a real with clean a bed, station, with a bed. <laughs> right? You're like in a bed. You're like, holy cow, this is crazy. I mean, yep. not crazy as in, but crazy and wow, this is impressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and the people that you meet, I mean, at these big events from other parts of the country, is it's just cool. Just get to hang out with them and you know, yeah, share stuff. It's great. Is anyone else going with you from here? Um, I haven't really for the K, for the uh, the uh, Kissimmee event. No, um, okay. I haven't really hit anybody up. It's kind of since my family lives there. Uh, my parents, uh, I got a house on uh, on uh, on Hatchinaw, so we're gonna do like a, a Christmas 2.0 kind of deal with grandma Sweet. and grandpa and the kids and my aunt and uncle live there. So we're gonna make a family thing out of it. But for the rest of the events, I mean, I. I'd like to, I'd like to hook up with like one person to go to Kentucky and, and then go down and fish that BASS type of thing, even three people, whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, those opportunities, you just got to take advantage of it if you can. And yeah, I've got no some, doubt. I've got to kind of, my schedule is, you know, I'm able to do that now. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, we're kind of approaching that hour mark. So, um, yeah. again, you know, thanks for coming on the show heck of a job congratulations and now that you're going you. out it's just even i'm even more glad that you're able to come on and kind of talk about that because i feel like that needs to be noticed too so best of luck safe travels is there anyone or any brands or anything that you want to thank or give a shout out to yeah absolutely um Lawrence, they've always supported me they've always been there their product is is awesome um daiwa again awesome products just I, I love their reels and their raw everything they make is just top-notch um p-line um you know tactical fluoro is my go-to for like chatterbaits that's that's really when i'm not throwing 65 i'm throwing that 12 14 pound it, it is awesome i love it i mean it's got the perfect stretch allows me to have that that rod that i can really set the hook on um I love it. Uh, Scotty, again, great products. Um, Branson Bates, obviously my company. Um, we're doing some great stuff. We've got a freshwater uh, swim bait line coming through. I love it. It's been almost two years in the making for all this stuff. So are, we don't, we're not the company that's just going to go find a bait online, buy it, make a mold, pour a poly, and then make a few adjustments and shave down and then redo it and call it my own. We took, this was from, from start to finish, like absolutely testing in the pool over and over and over and over and readjusting over. I, I, we probably went through, uh, 15 molds maybe for one bait to get it right. So stoked, but yeah. And thanks again, Shannon. I appreciate your time, man. Uh, and I'll, I'll see you on the water soon. Yeah, no doubt about that. Well, thanks again, Mike, for being on. Well, that's going to do it for our show, guys. If you guys want to follow Mike or see his brand, go make sure to check out Branson Bates on Facebook. And you got a website too? Yeah, BransonBates.com. BransonBates.com. Cool. Yeah. Uh, like again, best best of luck this year. Safe travels. Thank you. Uh, for all the listeners out there, uh, make sure you guys check out everything that's going on in California. If you are from California or close to it, there, there's a lot of different series, ABA, Wild West, Bass Nation, tons of big things going on out here in California this year. 
Uh, if you guys have any questions about any of those events, you guys could be sure to reach out to me on Bastums Fishing on Instagram, and I'll be able to hap- happily point you guys in the right direction. Uh, anyways, guys, again, thank you for listening, and uh, keep your thumbs ripped.